before we rec- started recording this, I passed something over to Mags. And she's like, I'm not too sure. I'm not too sure. So I'm going to say this anyway, Mags. Welcome to the Talking Minds podcast. You know, life is a journey. My name's Marcus. My name is Mags. And together we will discuss how the endpoint isn't the destination. Welcome to the Talking Minds podcast. Maggie, I'm really enjoying these episodes at the moment. Are you? Yes, I love uh, talking to you about it. It's, it's amazing. Them. Right, so we're on, this is episode four. If you haven't listened to the other episodes, um, one, two, and three, go and do that. Because we're taking you on a journey. And on the last episode, we talked a lot about growing up and how we've got to use our past to fuel our future. But I think this is the biggie for most people, right? This is the biggie for most people, fear. How do we screw fear and do it anyway? And more importantly, why is failure an essential skill to learn? How can we turn fear into failure? Now, before we started recording this, I passed something over to Mags. She's like, I'm not too sure. I'm not too sure. So I'm going to say this anyway, Mags. So I was thinking about this, about fear, and I was kind of thinking about it. And for some reason, Rumi came up. So if people don't know Rumi, he's kind of a philosopher and stuff like this. So let's see how this lands, because fear is actually a story that we attach to a feeling, right? So how do you feel about this, what I'm about to say? Does it trigger you? It's like, what the fuck are you on about, Marcus? Or do you go, oh, my God, that really hits me, right? <laughs> Because it's interesting that what I'm about to say are just words. That's that they're literally just words. But isn't it interesting how words create feelings within us and often fear? So let's try this. Let's see how you feel as I say this. This is gonna be interesting. Okay. I died as a mineral and became a plant. I died as a plant and rose as an animal. I died as an animal and rose as a man. Why should I fear? When was I less by dying? Now, I'm not going to say anything else. And if you didn't get that, just like scroll back a little bit and and, and say it again. I'm not going to say it again. But this is the second time you've heard it now, Mags. Yes. Go. <laughs> it's probably landed a bit better this time because I'm thinking of all the, you know, different times in my life that, you know, something brought me down and then I picked myself up and I was, you know, someone stronger um, and it taught me a lesson. But it was, you know, like every bed. If you look at that, at the life that way, we probably all experience um, different types of rebirth throughout uh, one it's lifetime. It's like a karmic cycle, isn't it? Yes. That's yes. what Rumi's really talking um, about. What he's talking about yeah. is that actually we're just energy and that with every death, new life is born. Therefore, if we are 
just pure consciousness we're going deep now oh my god if we are that's just pure I consciousness mean, right see what i mean yeah 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 right so, so if we're, we're not going to start going stuff. later later episodes we'll, we'll go really deep I'm, I, but but it is a fact that we are just a biological chemical blob right that we perceive as this form that we call a human it's a fact right physics biology chemistry proves the point that we are just this mix of different atoms and different chemicals that just happen that when these jigsaw pieces come together, they create the person that we are. And that's why we're all completely unique. And I think that's the interesting thing that when we hear something, it may be is deeply profound or we go, that's fucking stupid. How many times that mags, right? How many times? Yeah. You, yeah. I'm going to, I'm going to confess this. How many times has somebody said something to you? It's kind of triggered you. You've gone, that's a load of bullshit. And then probably 12 months later, you go, oh, fuck, I get it now. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think that's the <laughs> usual reaction when we don't fully understand. And it's fair. And especially if there's something in our, yeah, in our body that we like, maybe there's some truth to it, or maybe like, I want to, mm. I want to know a bit more, but I don't fully understand. Uh, so, so yeah, your normal reaction or like um, usual reaction will be, oh yeah, this is bullshit. Um, so let's dig into that. Let's dig into that. Because I mm. think this is, this is the whole premise, right? This is the whole premise of this episode today, which is that point when somebody says something, somebody does something, and instead of going, what is the lesson that I can learn here, which is what I tell my clients, it's what I do when something triggers me, what can I learn about myself here, which is responsibility, mm. which is growing up, which was episode three. So this leads yeah. very, very nicely, because this is the sucky bit, right? Got to take responsibility for our feelings. Tell me about your journey in regards to now drawing that line in the sand and stepping into fear and fucking doing it anyway what 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 did it take i know what it took i know what it took for me but what did it take for you to go actually i have no choice often we're pushed right before we do it voluntarily yeah well my aco surgery obviously was my kind of tipping point and an epiphany that you know what i'm just gonna go in the darkness <laughs> and whatever and unprocess uh process uh anything that's been unprocessed understand anything within me that i don't understand um so yeah it came to me was the ico surgery it was the moment when i was like okay physically literally i cannot longer no longer run run away and funnily enough it was the moment of clarity that this is exactly what i'm doing that i am actually physically running away from my problems and from everything else and from my past. And that wasn't clear to me before the surgery happened because I was still in denial of my patterns, of my, you know, um, not allowing myself to feel the, the certain things. And, you know, I had plenty of coping mechanisms that I've developed over the years that obviously at the time I wasn't aware of, but I didn't have to be aware of them um, in the moment but as soon as it hit me I was like I'm just gonna go and I'm gonna explore and I don't know what's gonna happen I don't know what I'm gonna find out but I'm sure as hell gonna be better off than whatever has been happening before um so it was just like a very clear knowing in me even though I still didn't know what's what's on the other side what what awaits me what I'm gonna find out what exactly I need to process but somehow I knew that this is the only way for me right 
it's not interesting isn't it interesting because in the earlier episode we talked about vulnerability and courage and that vulnerability isn't weakness it's courage and what you just said is is that at the point you stepped into vulnerability at the point you took responsibility for your feelings and everything that was happening a massive weight was lifted because you gained control right yeah and absolutely i was scared I was actually even, I would say this was out of fear. This decision was even out of fear because I was like, well, I mean, what else is going to happen to me if I don't look into my issues now and my feelings? What is going to happen to me with the surgery, with my leg? Not being, I'm not me, not being mobile, me not being able to do all of the coping mechanisms that I've led to do. Uh, What is going to happen? So really, even the decision of going in was out of fear. But instead of running away from it, I was like, I'm just going to go in there. I'll find my way. I've done. Somehow I already had this, uh, like, you know, like, oh, I've actually done a lot of stuff in my life. And I came out, you know, I somehow managed. So this is just another of those situations in which I'll find my way mm. and I will be better off uh, later on. Right. So. And, and I think that as I look at my I remember the pivotal moment for me. The pivotal moment. Mm. I remember when the breakdown happened and I was in the police station and my life imploded. I literally imploded. It was kind of, it was, it was failure, all the failures, all the pain, everything happened. It blurted out. It was like a volcanic eruption. I remember a couple of weeks afterwards, I talk about this in my book and, and I remember being sat on the sofa and I just felt so lonely and abandoned. And there was a voice in my head and and again, it's interesting because I've heard Mal Robbins talk about this as well. Nobody's coming to help you. Nobody cares. Nobody's going to do it for you. I think nobody's I did gonna, a real like Nobody's going to push you. Nobody's going to do it. And I remember that. And that was when I start. That was when I just started that journey forward. That just went, but said, "What's the one move? What's the one thing that I can do now? What's the one?" That's very what's... interesting. Because that's kind of like, sorry to interrupt, but I was, I kind of had the same fear. I was like, I have no one. My family's in Poland. Uh, Like, obviously I've got some friends here, but who's going to come to me and and help me on an everyday? So it was literally kind of like maybe different type of voice, but it was the same. I'm alone. Mm. I'm on my own. Like, what what the hell am I going to do right now? Like, I got to do something different. And it was just like, okay. I'm going to go there. Do you know what? It took me many, many years to realize this and, and struggle. And you, you'll probably, I, I'm pretty sure you'll agree with this, was that when I started, so I found, I started that journey, when that came up, that was when I kind of found Mind Valley. That's when I found Marissa Peer. It was, it was like, <laughs> on Facebook, right? The universe, the universe, the universe went to Facebook's <laughs> algorithm and went, Probably about time. Yeah, I literally signed up to Mind Valley two weeks before my surgery. Yeah, right. And that was the only reason I can promise you that was the only reason I had this thing because I don't live book. I started doing live book as well. So I was like, oh, life is 12 categories, not just my little leg here and my this problem here that is huge, but it's not the only thing that I have in my life. So I'm 100% sure if I haven't found my valley or like I wasn't already a little bit into personal development i probably would just miss it this moment of this is my opportunity to now change everything in my life and you know and do something different and actually let me give you a perspective though let me give you a perspective on the shift of making those micro moves so when that happened when that break happened and i'd see marissa and like with all these things there's a cta then that says come and do this course for 600 dollars or whatever it is right it's like Mm -hmm. i can't afford that 
And I remember this thing in my head going, um, but she's an author. That means that she writes books. <laughs> Stupid thing to say, right? But that's what the way my brain was saying. The book, Ultimate Confidence, amazing book. That book changed my life. But it was so interesting. That book was $9.99 on Amazon, right? Like that's not a lot of money. And I was going, I can't really afford that. Where am I going to get like $9.99? Now I just think about that. And I just go, you know, I always put things in, in perspective of coffee and beer, you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Is that? How many coffees is that? But $9.99, it was nothing. I remember procrastinating about it completely. Now, fast forward to when did we do CLC last year, wasn't it? Beginning of 2022. Mm-hmm. And I remember being in like a real slump and just going, I need to move my environment because environment is the key to fear, right? If we're in a, yeah. if we're in an environment where we feel safe and we've got people around us that protect us, it's much easier to move and push ourselves because we feel safe, whether that be financially environment, whether that be emotionally our environment, whatever the environment is, the more stable that is, either the more comfortable we are or the more we feel that we can move forward. And I remember, I remember kind of meditating on this. I went, how do I get back into Mind Valley? And then once again, the email dropped in and this was coming up. And I think it was about five grand or something like that, right? Five yeah, grand. Yeah, I think so. Five grand. I remember, I, I remember the conversation and I'd done this on a couple of, so I've been used to flexing this. So I didn't go from 9.99 to five grand. I'd moved my, I've moved up yeah, in increments, same, right? Same. Of that energy. And I went, I remember speaking to the guy from Mind Valley. It was so funny. Um, so you you put your information and then somebody calls you back normally. That's how these things work, right? Um, and he gets on the phone and he starts to try and sell. And I just said, what's your name? I can't remember his name anymore. So let's say it was Stefan or something. I said, yeah. Stefan, shush. And he was like, oh, what? I went, just tell me how I pay. And he went, do you not want to know about the course? I said, I don't need to know about the course. I said, You've already made up I your said, mind. The content is irrelevant. I don't even care what is on the content. What I know is deep down that I need to move into an environment where I'm going to push myself, where I don't like it. And my fear is spending the money. Therefore, I'm going to spend the money, even though I've not got it. I put up my credit card. Even though I haven't got it, I'm going to spend the money because I know that that will commit me to moving forward. Fast forward to today, off the back of that five grand investment that I put in, I'm now a chief life officer at Mind Valley. 12 months later, out of 7,000 people who've done that, they chose 20 people and I'm one of those 20 people. That was never, ever my intention when I spent that money. My yeah. intention and my question to the universe was this, how do I move myself to an environment where I can grow and feel value in myself? That was the question that I asked. It just happened that the pathway to that was what's turned out. Now, this is the thing mm-hmm. when we talk about screw fear and do it anyway. Exactly. It's not Bring a logical process, it. right? It's you've got it. The question I always say to my clients and when I say to people is even when I'm onboarding people, I never go, what do you think? I always say, what do you feel? What is that gut instinct? If it doesn't feel right, don't do it. I'm telling you now, if you don't feel that working with me feels right for you, please, whatever you do, don't do it because I want you to be invested in yourself. I can give you the information. I can give you the environment. I can give you everything, but I ca- what I can't give you is the motivation and the drive and passion to want to change and empower yourself. I can't do that. 
And all that you're doing is when you pay me is we do an energy exchange. I'm going to set an environment. I'm going to give you information. I'm going to take you to places where you probably don't want to go, but you need to go. And I'm going to be with you on that journey. That is what you are paying me for. It is literally an energy exchange. And fear, really, this screw fear and do anything is about bringing in energy. Would you agree? Well, yeah, you need to you need to act to get yeah, rid of there's it. no law of attraction without action, right? Yeah. You can't you can't just think about it or plan what you're gonna do. You gotta do it. You gotta yeah. do something to break that. Um, even if it's small steps at the beginning, mostly it will start with smaller steps, right? So like you said, you didn't come from nine ninety nine to five thousand. You invested in in a membership first, in something else. So you build that um muscle and that trust with yourself because i think a lot of people don't work uh, or don't choose to work on themselves um and i can speak from my own perspective as well it was it was a hard thing for me as well at the beginning to invest in my growth because yeah. one it's not a common thing it's not what everyone around me was doing so you know people would even tell me that 50 dollars is too much or something yeah. uh, let alone 5000 you know so like by its all the perspective because if you talk to uh master coaches or someone they spend thousands of dollars and and they know hundreds whatever of the, thousands of dollars the biggest uh the biggest return on your investment is from investing in yourself i totally agree with that sentence and and that attitude whatever you invest in yourself you're gonna get back you know if you invest in the right uh things and the right people, can i ask you but... a question because i think this is an important question to address so we, we we talk quite positively about mind valley there's other places out there i've worked done other programs and other things like that yeah I've done I, I, I think my value is amazing i think the value values. that they put and, and just... the content is, is is amazing but i want to ask this question to you because i can answer yes absolutely have you invested money in courses have you invested money in your growth which has been a waste of your money and time and that has caused that fear of can I trust this person or can I trust this organization? I'm interested. I actually in haven't, no. I, I trust my intuition. I think I'm quite good with my intuition. And lucky I started with Valley, so that was a good investment for sure. And then um, last year I started investing. So I was like, even subconsciously, I think I was already thinking of having a mentor, but I wasn't really saying it out loud. And then I just saw certain people on on Instagram and I followed them for a little bit and then they had an offering and I jumped on it and uh, I kind of listened to my gut. Um, and yeah, I can't say that. So I, I think that's, that's important. I think that's important thing to say because I, yeah, from your perspective, I, I've had a lot of people had back coaches yeah. or in yeah. somewhere that they didn't have, but uh, I would say, what I would say to that is really just listen to your intuition and any yes. coach that you want to, work with should give you a free discovery call or free consultation or something you know that you can uh, check the energy and if you guys are vibing and whatever so like and it goes both ways it's not like 
um, you know, we're just gonna take whatever client because you you need to see. Um, at least I I don't I don't just want to take any clients. Like I I have a certain type of yeah. people that I know that I can help, and certain type of people I know I won't be able to help. So I don't want to work with people that I know I won't be able to help because that's just stressful to me. It's a waste of their money. So they're not gonna be happy. I'm not gonna be happy. I'm gonna be stressed on top of that as well. So mm -hmm. I don't want this. I'd rather not have any money, uh, than than have some sort of um agreement with someone that i know i won't be able to help so now i think this is important place. i think this is important i think this is a yeah. really important point to pause at to say that you're a coach you're an amazing coach and your journey has been a particular journey right and you have particular clients and, and particular people that you work with okay look at the journey that i went on yeah we have completely, i would say different types different, of different uh, journeys uh, uh, completely sure, yeah, different yeah, yeah. journeys right and this is where I think fear comes in because there are so many sharks out there. There's so many people, so many sharks in the water. And sometimes some people are better at marketing than others. I mean, you can, there's a lot of people, people who aren't successful coaches, aren't successful therapists, aren't successful in their life. They are amazing. They're brilliant. They're fantastic people. And the word that I would use here is, trust and belief because and do your research yeah like do your we, research ask the questions go, oh this app pops up so i'm gonna go with that guy yeah. like go and search for, for people yeah. around watch them everyone has socials now they present themselves every coach presents themselves in the social they know this is the platform to for you to get to know them so if you don't like their posts you're probably not gonna like working with them like that's as simple as that because they should be authentic in the way they present themselves on the thing and again you don't need to jump at the program uh like a higher like that would be my advice if you want to like if they have this offering like a five thousand dollars or like a higher ticket um have a one-on-one -on -one session with them or have a little bit of a call or something um at least an hour with them yeah. so that you know them before you invest that money or have they got a book have they got a youtube exactly, channel like, get to have, know get to know them and feel into it because that's what i did with all my mentors and actually it only came to me now that both of the mentors that i have before i invested in the higher offer i done some program or or something from them that was a lower ticket yeah so each coaches usually have a lower ticket a mid ticket a higher ticket so um you can always start with the lower offering just so that you can suss out whether this person is the right fit mm. for you yeah. And then, you know, like, oh, am I vibing this? And you're not going to regret, you know, like $100 or $50. You'll be like, okay, well, I learned something, but it's not really my vibe. So that's okay. You're not going to regret spending that much money. Like, it should be okay. Um, if not, I, come back to and I, and I think the other thing is that thing that you said about having that conversation. We often, whether that conversation is in Instagram, whether that conversation is on social media, is it, if a coach, a good coach or somebody on social media, and you'll know this, you have a, a great social media platform mm -hmm. that you use. If you see some content that you really love and it hits you, put it in the comments, comment on it. You can have for free a conversation with that coach, with that person who inspires you and ask yourself this question. So I'll tell you one of the best people for this. So Regan Hillier, if people don't know who Regan Hillier is, she is a Mindvalley mentor, but she is amazing. I love Regan. Um, all about manifestation. 
Um, and she's amazing. And the one thing that with Regan, she is a multi, multi-millionaire. She's got multiple businesses. She's like th- one of the biggest entrepreneurs in the in the transformation space. She's huge. You put a comment in her Facebook group. You put a comment on Instagram. You message her. She will come back to you. And I know for a fact I that wanted it's, her to team. To that, it's not her team. I know for a fact it's not her team. Yeah. I wanted to speak because that's exactly with the fear, because I think people are a bit more confident in speaking to coaches that already have this uh, following and yes. they already have experience and they are way more open because I see it as well. But if you look at my thing, I post all the time and I ask questions and I literally no one ever really, because I know those questions are hard. Those questions yeah. are the type of questions that you got to admit that this, what I'm just talked about in in the real is applicable to your life. So this is either your pain point, this is your yeah. challenge, or this is something. And I also know it from myself when I first started, even when I was already with Mind Valley, and even already when I was doing the coaching certification, I still would be very quiet. I wouldn't comment. I would sometimes I wouldn't even like a post because uh, probably part of me now I understand it much more, and I know it was the fear, a fear of being exposed, a fear yeah. of being seen as weak, a fear of being whatever the story was that I was saying to myself. So I want to speak to this because a lot of coaches are literally like you just said, we are there for you to give you a free advice in the comments, in the socials, only if you open up. If you're not gonna reply to my. Uh, you know, question or someone else's or, you know, the questions that we ask in the stories or the things that we bring up in the captions. Um, if you try, and that could be one of the ways to kind of ease yourself into as well, you know, like um, just and it's ask free. It's free. Yeah. So there is and no excuse, free. right? Exactly. But it is an and energy exchange. And this is yeah. the thing is that the majority of people who want to change their life want to hold on to, they want to hold on to the barrier and leap. And if anybody's seen Indiana Jones, the first Indiana Jones, is it the last crusade? Yeah. Everyone is, right? You know what I'm going to say? So when he goes, when he's going on that journey, so his dad, who's played by Sean Connery, gets shot and then he has to go through that kind of labyrinth of things that are trying to kill him. And the last thing before he gets to the, um, what's it called? Like the chalice of life or whatever it is, right? Take the leap from the lion's mouth. And if anybody's seen the movie, you'll know the pop one I mean, where he's stood on this ledge and there's this gaping chasm. And on the other side is the entrance to the Holy Grail. That's it, the Holy Grail. And it's take a leap from the lion's, the lion's breath, I think it is, the lion's breath. And you see it in the film, he puts his one foot and he puts his foot out and he, he, he moves forward into what would be certain death. Okay? But here's the thing. The bridge... You can't see it. It's hidden. And as he puts his foot down, the universe gets him. And then he picks up some sand. Because now, now, so that's his that's his first leap of faith, just to ask the question. Then he feels secure in the fact of the response, picks some dust up and throws it over the bridge. And they can now see the bridge. The bridge was always there. We just hadn't seen it. So the assumption that for you to start your journey of stepping into fear means that you have to go, I've got to go and do this 5,000 course and feel that pressure. Because certainly in the US, there is a lot of pressure about when you ask about a course, you've got these sales teams that come on you and it can be quite fearful. 
But actually, it starts with you. It starts with you trusting that you can ask a question. It doesn't have to be a deep, profound question. It can be something that said, you said, like you said, you always have questions. I have questions when I do my things. If yeah. you don't like it, if it triggers you, and here's another interesting one. I love a troll. That's the thing, though, because I know for a fact that a lot of people that are watching it, if they really read it, they could definitely ask a question yeah. or relate to it. I know, uh, but you know, but I, but I don't have that engagement, and I also know why is this, and that's exactly what we're talking about. It's that fear mm. of being, um, you know, we put a lot of pressure on ourselves as well, and. Um, you know, like as if because you ask it, something on the comments, someone's gonna then notice it and think something. Well, let's know, talk about trolls. Let's talk about trolls because I love a troll. Because I think a lot of people, some of the fear is that you ask a question and then people will say something horrible, right? But I love a troll because every time, 100% of the time when this has happened, I've posted something more on TikTok actually than anywhere else, but I've posted something out, right? And somebody has come back with a really vicious negative comment. Let's say it's Instagram, right? I'd love to reply to that. Oh, I love it. I ask, I just say one thing. I just just say one thing. I just say one thing. Thank you so much for your response. That's really interesting. Would you be open to doing an Instagram live so we can discuss this further? (laughs) And for some reason, Mags, and I don't know why, maybe you can educate me. But for some reason, they never respond. They're not available. They're not available. (laughs) They ask this question. They call me out. And I think that's amazing because I know. Well, because they are then called out. They've stepped into vulnerability. They've stepped into fear. Something's triggered them. And I want to serve. I want to help them. And then they disappear. No, no, no. If they said it in their way, they said it. They didn't step into vulnerability. They just, (laughs) you know trying to make you smaller or something. Uh, it is true, that was though. Uh, but that was but the, let's face yeah. it. Let's face it. The reason why I can say that and the reason why I can laugh about it is because... Because you know. Because I know myself. I, I, I know my values. I know my beliefs. And I'm not after the opinion of other people. I'm on my own journey. And you and the, also know that if anyone comes from that place, then they have unresolved issues themselves. And that's why they're trying to put you down because only people that are not happy with themselves will be bringing anyone else down. And that's the universal truth. If anyone disagrees, then look at your problems and, and be honest with yourself. Because yeah. and this if you want to know your issues, you're going to yeah. be picking people up. You're not going to be fucking... Pull- Pardon me. We're going to have to blip that one out. It doesn't matter. <laughs> Um, but this is why this is why that fear of screw fear and do it anyway is really important. Because if you put yourself in a position and out of your comfort zone, which 99% of people don't want to go out of the comfort zone, I will tell you yeah. you are gonna fail. I will tell you that you are gonna mess up. I will tell you that things are gonna get horrible and sticky and you're not gonna like it. But here's the rub. Every single one of those things that I've just said about you're going to fail, it's going to go wrong, is a construct and an opinion of somebody else's programming that's formed that opinion that you're failing, that's formed that opinion that you're not good enough, that's formed that opinion that you're different. And at the moment you realize that the universe does not revolve around you and that you are the same as everybody else. We're all on this journey of self-discovery. We're all, and it's just that some people are better at bullshitting than others. That is the only thing. Everybody is bullshitting themselves. Everybody 
thinks that they have the answer. When I talk to people and they say to, oh, Mark, if you're a healer, I go, I'm not a healer. I am not. That's bullshit. What I do, though, is I create an environment to help other people feel safe that they can heal. That's it. These people yeah, you're the only out there that says to you, only guide you and give you the space, but yeah. you're the one. Here's a good example, right? Let's talk about money. You've got these people that will go, come and do my course and become a six figure, whatever it is. If they're earning six figures, they don't need to be doing these Instagram, TikTok reels telling you how to earn six figures. Because if they were earning six figures, they wouldn't be doing that because they'd be doing something else. Because money is a result of doing the work. Love is a result of doing the work. Peace is a result of doing the work. Freedom is a result of doing the work. And the work doesn't have to be hard. It can be difficult and challenging at times. But the fact is, is that when I speak to my own coaches, and and I've said this a million times, when I speak to my own coaches, when I speak to my own mentors, and I will come up with something, I always end it with this phrase. I know it's bullshit, but that doesn't mean I don't feel the way that I feel. Yeah. <laughs> every story yeah, that's, that's the bullshit. thing. I think for you, for anyone to like bring this back to fear and less less from the universe uh, perspective, but just the fear itself, like you've got to acknowledge it. You have to yeah. be honest with yourself and be like, okay, what am I really afraid of in here what is the worst that can happen yes what is the best that can happen where do I want to be in my life am I happy where I am and and you know remembering also that the cost of inaction is staying the same you're manifesting anyway so exactly so, so you might as well take control of what you're manifesting whether you believe it or not like yeah. I get it because I have a lot of blockages be with that with the that I can manifest abundance or whatever so what I'm doing if I if I know that this is still something I'm not like leaning towards yet then I'm just going to focus on the more practical side there's always something that you can do but I'm going to still do baby steps that can take yes. me to where I want to be so what's also important I would say is to have some sort of an idea of what it is that you really want from your life Mm. because then it's easier to tackle those fears because you have this vision or you have this kind of again it's not about the end goal so let's not confuse it but it's micro steps it's just a micro step exactly so then you're just focusing on the next step or next two steps you don't need to know how you're going to get there or when you're going to get there or who's going to help you (laughs) yeah your next step and <laughs> how, and there's got always going to be fears because you know you're going to have fears in this level then you're going to have different fears when you reach this level and then you're going to have a different fear and here. i think so, the other thing yeah. mags is to dip back yeah. into episode one i think one of the yeah. questions that we need to ask ourselves is this what am i feeling at the moment and why because the why is the yeah. emotion what do i need to do next and why so i think the what and the why are the two, the, the what and the why are the two bookends. So the what is the logical mind, and we get we get yeah we get we get focused on the what instead of the why, and and and, and we need to bring them to, to together. And then the how we don't need to know the how the how yeah, we don't need to the, know how, the how the how but that's where we then... usually uh, get stuck. Yeah, we get stuck. Like, how am I going to do it? How I like this? It's because it's the how's the bridge to the yeah. why, right? So so yeah. if we were to look. If we were to look at um, the way the mind works, if we go, what am I going to do because I've got no money? Okay, then that's a block, right? What am I going to do? Why do I need money? And I and I talk about money quite a lot because money's energy. And 
one and it's a big uh, blog for everyone. It, it uh, is right. Content. So one yeah. of the questions that I've I remember on CLC, I, I I I coached somebody on this, and they were saying about that they wanted what they what they wanted was to have a beautiful home, to have six figures, and they wanted to have a beautiful car and a beautiful partner. All of that outside stuff. And I just asked yeah. one question. How do you want to feel when you why? have it? Yeah, why? Why do you want that? Why Why will that make your life better? Yeah, that's a much better question because yeah. then, you know, you may have a different thing. Maybe you think you want this car, but actually you're going to, you want this car because. What does it give you and why? help someone with moving around. Yeah. So exactly. So it's well, always good to focus on the thing. The reason, um, the journey of why, the, the journey of why you need that. So money is a, a great one. All, I need, if I have more money, I will feel freedom. I'll have more freedom. I'll have more yeah. peace. I'll have this, I'll have that, right? Yes and no. There are many billionaires out there that are suicidal. What you want yeah, is freedom. doesn't bring happiness. What it's you want is freedom. Yeah. What you want is freedom. Now, if you just say, I want freedom, then the universe will give you that. What it'll do is it'll take your job away from you. You haven't got any money. It'll take... <laughs> You know what I mean? I know we're going woo-woo, but it's Talking so about true. Talking markers, this episode, now universe. So <laughs> but the point is, is you get what you focus up, on, right? I'm going to call you on this tangent yeah. here. So <laughs> if you want freedom, if you want freedom in your life, why do you want it? What does freedom look like to you? So it might be, I want to spend more time with my children. I want to spend more time in nature. I want to spend more time doing things that I love doing. So the question then is... How can you bring that into your life now? What can you do every day? Can you spend five minutes with your kids every day? Can you spend 30 minutes going for a walk every day? Because now that's the how to everything else. Because now what I'm doing is I'm focusing my energy on the thing that I want to bring into. So it's how can I bring that into my life now? What micro move can I bring into my life right now that vibrationally will lift me into that space? Now, once I now flex that muscle and I go out for a walk every single day, once I spend my five minutes, 10 minutes with my kids, once I do this, once I do that, now vibrationally, I'm feeling better because I'm vibrationally feeling better. I'm going to be more focused on the things that I want to do to drive myself forward because I'm driving myself forward. I'm going to be happier because I'm driving myself forward and I'm happier. There's more likelihood that I'm going to attract people into my life that are going to help me build the thing that I want. So the result of money is from doing the work. And this is why you have a coach because what a coach will do is will sit in the fear with you and ask you why you want that. They will, a good coach is a mirror. And usually that might be why you're afraid as well, right? Coming back to the fear because you have this vision, you want to do all those things for your family or for yourself. And maybe you're fearing something deeper there that you're going to fail. So you're just going to keep yourself small and not going to even start or try to do it because you're scared that you're never going to meet this vision that you have. So this is this kind of like, you know. And now if um, we build the trauma stuff into all of that, and yeah, we, talk, well, we go back to what you said, and we go back to what I said, yeah. I feel lonely. I recognize as I look at that loop in my life that's gone past, and I look at all the negativity, I felt lonely. Nobody's got me. I'm different. Yeah. I'm not good enough. We know this, both of us. You can't do this alone. 
yeah, I can speak to that one because that was a big part for me because all my life I was trying to do everything on my own and, and uh, you know, not really ask for help. Um, because your past defined that, didn't it? What you learned as a child, going back to that kind of inner child stuff, yeah, what you yeah. learn is, is that when I put faith in other people, they let me down, therefore I'm going to do it alone yes. because my fear is I can only trust myself. Yeah. But that's better again, to myself. It's going to be done best if I do it, if I give it to someone else that's just going to forget or not do it right, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Like there's plenty of stories that we can tell that kind of speak to this very thing. So I think generally speaking, a lot of us are used to just doing things on our own and being the, the toughest one or the one that people, you know, the one that always has it together or the one that yeah. um, people come for help. To, so if people come to you for help, then therefore you cannot be the one that needs the help. That was one of the stories that I had in my head. Like, why can't I be both? Like, need Can I the ask help? you a question? This is yeah. just to my head. Is fear mm-hmm. codependence? I believe it is. I believe fear is codependence. Because if we want... So codependence isn't just about relationships with people, right? I'm dependent on this person for my value. Yeah. And and there's a phrase, isn't there? This is my other half. And actually, we don't want another half. We want another whole. We want somebody to walk with us on that journey that we feel that if they left us, we'd be sad, but I'm still holding myself. And this comes back to the child, that the child, our child part of us is always dependent on our parents. They're always dependent on our children. And we need to do the inner work to become whole so that we can then walk on that journey of self-discovery with others, knowing that that journey might be, we're on an infinite journey, but actually we've got finite parts where people are going to come in and out of our lives where we can take lessons from that. But it's having that bravery of stepping away from the familiar to start another journey. So our infinite journey of life is, is actually set up of, small finite journeys and those micro moves and it's breaking it down and being in the moment right yeah the way you can do those big things then you you need to start with the smaller things so you build the 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 muscle everything is like training Uh, i like always refer to that because you just train pain or or your muscle so this is your fear muscle so don't go and do something completely that you're afraid of and you haven't done anything that that scared you before start small as well yeah do you know what i like that analogy because we know you'll know this is that yeah. if you go to the gym and you pick a weight up, okay, and that weight is too much, you're going to tear a muscle. You're going to tear a big muscle. Yeah. You're going to be in pain. However, how do we build strength? We build strength by tearing the micro muscles. <laughs> it's the micro muscles that we tear. It's the little muscles yeah. that we tear, and then they rebuild. So we, we, the biggest challenge, I think, for most people is that there's these programs and everything out there that goes, come and spend this money and your life will change. Not necessarily true because it depends where you are on your journey. As you know, the coach can only do as much if you're not going to do the work, nothing's going to stick anyway. So, um, I personally don't uh, stay away from like offering anything very like tangible. Uh, It's more speaking to what it is that you would like to change, and then I can help you with it. But really, the results are within your power i'm just here to show you where your blind spots are because we all have blind spots that's why coaches also need coaches because we're always going to have some blind spots or some someone you just need this so you know codependency is a different thing but at the end of the day we do need 
um, community. We do need uh, people to walk this path with us. It's just much easier and more fun. So one of the biggest things that I've learned and one of the biggest fears that I had as well was to be vulnerable, to go and speak about my problems, to show that side of me that needs the help. And, um, you know, because I definitely had a big fear of not showing myself as the weak person, as the one that maybe does not have it all together, because that's the the mask that I tried to present myself as for all my life, pretty much. So, mm. and I think a lot of people have that mask. So, um, you know, start a little small and 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 then build that muscle. So I think this is a great opportunity to go back to what I said at the start of this episode and maybe unpack it a little bit and explain it, right? Well, we gotta wrap this up. I mean, that's so what I mean. That's why. That's why I, I, I have the time to unpack. I mean, no, no, no. But this is so. What I want. So, so what I want you to think about now, when you're listening to this, I want you to think of everything that me and Mags have talked about, about destruction and recreation, and the micro moves that are required to create something bigger. So I'm going to say that again. I want you to think that for every time you create something, you have to destroy it. And as you destroy it, it will create something. The universe was done like that. The world was done that. It started in chaos. And out of chaos comes beauty. And this is what Rumi was saying. What Rumi was saying was, I died as a mineral, a small mineral, and became a plant. The mineral became part of another ecosystem, another environment. It became a plant. And when the plant died, it became part of a new ecosystem that rose as an animal. And then the animal died and it rose as a man. Why should I fear? When was I less by dying? And I think that what we've got to accept with fear is, is fear is there to drive us. And we have to let go of what we don't know so we can bring in what we've never experienced. And I think that that's a really good way in which we can think about moving forward is that when we look at nature we all go through seasons whether that's the seasons of our life whether that's the seasons every year there is this constant birth death growth cycle that happens in every single thing within our planet within our universe and we are not separate to that so as soon as you recognize that fear is just the process of killing the old to grow the new that's what Rumi is saying in there and this leads nicely to the next episode which is going to be around the what I call the four thieves of happiness and how we step into fear which is the facts of abundance stepping into fear taking action how do you make those choices trusting and stepping forward and I think on that that's a beautiful place that we can end and we'll see you on the next episode of the talking minds podcast. See you all soon. Thank you. Bye.